0: Do these pants make my butt look big? And other questions you may be tempted to ask your partner by Dr. Charlotte Markey with scienceofrelationships.com. And I'm Joss Marie, the girl who brings you all things relationships here on Optimal Living Daily Relationships. Happy Thursday, everyone. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs in the world every single weekday for free. Today, I have a post from Doctor Charlotte Markey with ScienceOfRelationships.com. The creators of Science of Relationships have a book that answers 40 of the most common questions about relationships, marriage, family, and parenting. You can find it at ScienceOfRelationships.com/book. They take expertise, add in a little research, and present things in an easy-to-read format. And the book is under ten dollars. Again. You can find that at scienceofrelationships.com book, and I have it linked in this episode's description and at oldpodcast.com. While we feature a variety of authors pretty often here on Optimal Living Daily Relationships, this is actually the first time we're sharing Dr. Markey's content. We're always looking to feature new authors and perspectives here on the show, so please let us know if you have any authors in mind that you haven't heard from yet you can let us know right at oldpodcast.com. Thank you. And without further ado, let's get down to the essence of today's episode and start optimizing your life. Do these pants make my butt look big? And other questions you may be tempted to ask your partner by Dr. Charlotte Markey with scienceofrelationships.com. Over a decade ago, I promised myself I'd never ask my husband anything that resembles the loaded question, do these pants make my butt look big? Although I believe that women are subjected to impossible standards of beauty that could lead any reasonable woman to feel insecure about her appearance, I did not want to reveal myself as insecure about my weight. I knew I was not fat and did not want to find myself behaving like a stereotypical weight-obsessed woman. However, most of all, I made a conscious choice, as a woman who studies body image and eating behaviors, to try my best to be confident about my weight. I believed then, and still believe today, that I don't have the professional luxury of questioning my body or my weight if I am going to tell other people that they should eat healthy foods and not worry about their weight. Some days, maintaining confidence about my weight is harder than I expected it would be. A couple of kids later, a body that sometimes feels determined to fall apart before I hit 40, and a challenging work-family schedule, often leave me at the door of self-doubt. And so, I sometimes ask my husband a modified question. Does this shirt, shoes, or so on, look okay? My husband is no fool, so he skillfully answers this question by telling me, no, in delicate detail take when I recently ordered swim shorts. They were on sale and I decided they may be practical swim gear for summer afternoons chasing kids around the pool. He suggested that, while probably comfortable for me, they were not as flattering as other bathing suit attire that I already possessed. Note that this was not a discussion about fat. He even went as far as to suggest that I should wear skimpier attire while I could get away with it. His words, not mine. I kept the swim shorts, but also kept the receipt. Less than a week after the swim short discussion, a reporter called me for my expert opinion about how romantic partners should discuss weight issues with each other. My response to this sort of query relies on findings from my research examining romantic partners' influences on body image and eating behaviors. Fortunately, usually, my personal experiences and common sense help to fill in some gaps that the research doesn't address. First, if you must ask your partner a question about your appearance, do not ask it in terms that are likely to elicit a lie. Any sane person knows that the correct answer to, do these pants make my butt look big, is no. If you wanna have a real conversation, ask a reasonable question. Instead, try on two articles of clothing and ask which one is more flattering. My research suggests that we are not always good judges of our own bodies, and we may be our own worst critics, especially women. It often makes sense to ask someone else for help in assessing our own appearance, but make your goals in asking for help clear, such as, do you want a compliment? Validation regarding your choice? Second, if your partner needs to lose weight, not just because you think so, but because his or her health may be at risk, this is worthy of a real conversation. However, this conversation should not come in the context of selecting a dress or suit for an upcoming wedding. Don't make this a conversation about appearance or outfits, but a conversation about health. Take advantage of the fact that our romantic partners have the potential to help us change our eating habits and have a thoughtful conversation. Third, Don't use the F word. Fat. Ever. If you want your partner to lose weight because you think he or she is fat, then your motives are misplaced. The focus should be on health. Drawing on research from doctors' conversations with their patients about weight loss, it is clear that no one responds well to being told they are fat. Instead, when doctors inspire their patients instead of disparaging them, they are more successful in encouraging their patients to lose weight. So a good opener for discussing these issues with your partner may be, I'm worried about our health, and I know that if we work together to eat more healthily and be more active, we'll feel better and we'll be able to enjoy each other's company for longer. Fourth, don't expect your partner to do anything you wouldn't. In fact, don't ask your partner to do anything you won't do with him or her. If you think your partner should eat less ice cream, then don't buy ice cream. You'll both be healthier for it. If you think your partner should exercise more, buy bikes and start riding together on the weekends. Most Americans can afford to exercise more and eat better, or just less. So making weight management a team effort makes a lot of sense. Finally, plan to make changes to your eating behaviors and physical activity behaviors that you can sustain. Don't fall prey to the latest fad diet. Don't feel the need to change your life radically to achieve goals that are unlikely to last. Millions of Americans start diets each new year. Then, they start them again the following new year. Why? Because they didn't work the last time they tried them. They didn't work because they were not practical, they were too extreme, or they weren't well thought out. So try something realistic, gradual, and sustainable. For example, make it a point to always take the stairs and limit eating out to once a week. Try all of these things with your partner and avoid asking your partner if your butt looks big. Don't ask questions you don't want answers to. Instead, try having conversations that may benefit your relationship and your waistline. You just listened to the post titled, Do these pants make my butt look big? And other questions you may be tempted to ask your partner by Dr. Charlotte Markey with ScienceofRelationships.com. Dr. Markey's research addresses issues central to both developmental and health psychology. With this in mind, she studies social influences on eating-related behaviors, such as eating, dieting, body image, in both parent-child and romantic relationships. So thank you to Dr. Markey for letting us share her content with you today. I experienced firsthand with a close relative what anorexia does to a person and their family. It's a very serious disease. And unfortunately, it's something that the victims of will deal with and battle with for the rest of their lives. Body image issues are so prevalent in a world where the media worships skinny. Thankfully, the fad seem to be gravitating more toward a fit and healthy body frame nowadays rather than super skinny. This is great because women are starting to embrace their curves much more and aren't afraid to eat more calories with the goal of increasing muscle mass. Keep it up, ladies. And again, We're always looking to broaden our pool of relationship content, so please let us know if you have a particular author or blog in mind that you'd like to hear from. Simply reach out to us right at oldpodcast.com, and we'll try our best to make it happen. Thanks. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and joining me here on this fine Thursday. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you again tomorrow with a post from Steve Pavlina, where your optimal life Awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show, too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's OLDpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential.